this question and i think you might be able to answer it because you're the you're the foremost expert on this subject <laughs> okay <laughs> you think tom cruise is just up in his scientology uh castle sucking wizard dicks uh youth? tom cruise didn't he didn't he like leave scientology nah well, who was that someone someone recently left scientology i thought it was tom cruise I don't think it was Tom Cruise, or else he'd be, he wouldn't be alive still. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the god of that religion. But that's that's neither here nor there. Do you think he's sucking wizard dicks? <laughs> Do I think he's for youth? Because you're the foremost expert on this topic. <laughs> I'm sucking wizard dicks for youth. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the guy you go to. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's also he likes money a lot, so I'm sure he's doing it. But I'm sure he's taking like a fair portion of the of the proceeds mm-hmm. and say you know like the kind of people who are like oh yeah all proceeds go towards and then they give like 40 percent of proceeds i did a, I, I did a show once and i said all proceeds go to the uh, alberta red cross all proceeds did not go to the alberta red cross <laughs> yeah i do recall that <laughs> yeah i tried to lie about it for a long time too like oh, i'm gonna mail it <laughs> no i did i sent some of it just like like i would say less than 50 percent the all was an exaggeration. What are we doing on today's show? Who cares, Jack? I'm, I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. Uh, today it's Shark Week. We're gonna we're gonna look at some fucking insane movies. Sharknado, followed by Sharknado Two, the second one. Sharknado Three, oh hell no! And then feature presentation: Top Five Shark Movies. You know what I think they should call the next one? What's that? Sharknado Four. This makes no logical sense. <laughs> Sharknado Four. Enough is enough. There's a, there's a lot of good titles, but uh, I, I don't know. I kind of like Oh Hell No, but let's talk about the first movie. This will probably go by quick because like, I didn't rewatch this movie for this no, fucking podcast. I saw it when it came out three years ago, four years yeah, ago. I, I saw it. Lousy showed it to me. He had it he had it on a burnt DVD. Oh, yeah, that was I gave that to him as a oh, gift. You, you gave that to him? Because yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea. Oh, dude, you asshole. You gave him two of the shittiest movies. How could you do this to him? Tom, Tom Green is a living legend. <laughs> nah, Luxie, literally, literally the inspiration to all of my humor is just Tom Green. Luxie uh, loves garbage film, though, so good on you. He'll love those. He did. He did. Daddy, I'm a farmer. I'm a farmer, Daddy. He, he loved Sharknado so much that he watched it twice in one day. He watched it. And then he invited me over. Was like, I just watched this movie. You gotta fucking see it. And the same thing for Great Gatsby. So you know, he loves garbage. Gatsby. Though. I'm looking like a one-two Great Gatsby today. Got the Great Gatsby hair going on. Yeah, man, you definitely look richer than you normally do. Usually, you look like a poor some bitch. You look like you're uh, living in a crack house usually. But today, you look all right. <laughs> well, normally I don't. I don't shower because I, I, I work from home. So. I usually like usually I look at your house and usually you don't have shit up in the background so it, it looks like a crack den. No, I'd always have this fucking X Files poster up. How dare you? Yeah, but like that—that's it. Look at look at my shit. Like look how much shit there's. You don't have any belongings. You look like a crack uh, that is, addict. That is true. I own this computer <laughs> and four shirts, and a couple DVDs, and a. How many of those shirts? How many of those book. shirts? I got this book. It's. It's the autobiography of James <laughs> Dean. <laughs> I paid four dollars for this. It's not bad, not bad, not a bad price. Um, uh, oh fuck, what was I gonna say? What? How many shirts you were talking about? Like, oh yeah, how many of your shirts are Hawaiian shirts? Uh, zero. Oh, dude, what? There's a couple. There's a couple Koki Uncle shirts though. <laughs> you, you look pretty good in a Hawaiian shirt. I don't. If you've never seen Buckle the Duke in a Hawaiian shirt, I actually do rock a Hawaiian shirt quite quite nice. Yeah, he fill, he fills it out. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Hey, uh, what about this Sharknado movie? How will we talk about that? You fuck. Ooh, Sharknado. So here is a movie that is exactly as advertised. The first Sharknado movie. It stars Tara Reid, uh, the guy from. What, what was that show that he was on? Beverly, Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero. A guy from, 
Yeah, Ian Zuring, guy from Beverly Hills 90210 is in don't this. Call don't call him Ian. He gets yeah. mad. <laughs> don't call him Ian, I guess. I um, tackled a guy once because he, 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 he called him Ian, and he's like, it's Ian. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it it's, it's not Ian. <laughs> that can't be real. You're making that up. No, it's 100% real. So. Okay, so I guess he tackles people for calling him Ian. So Ian Zuring uh, is in this joint. Ian Zuring. Ian Zuring. Um, and basically, it's a pretty stock concept. But well, you know, these, these, these asylum films, really, like... Yeah, this is... You just mash a couple concepts together, and there you go. You make a movie, or it's just, like, making fun of something. This, I'll give them its original concept. I'll give them that. Yeah, that's... Uh, we failed to mention this is an asylum film that was uh, premiered on sci-fi. All three of them premiered on sci-fi. Yeah, but uh, the asylum. Well, uh, the asylum works closely with sci-fi. A lot of their stuff premieres on there. Yeah, asylum is. Uh, yeah, they they have that new one that just came out. Lava, 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 Lanchula. That's uh, that's actually a spinoff, and uh, the people are speculating the asylum are creating their own Avengers of monsters. Oh, all in the same universe. Sharknado and Lava Lancha take place in the same universe. How good would that be? They do. They do take place in the same. Apparently, in uh, Lavalantula, uh, one of the guys is on the phone, and uh, on the other end, the guy's like, "Sorry, I'm dealing with a shark situation." Oh, dude, that's good. Now we have to go back and watch the third Sharknado and find a guy who's going, who says, "I'm dealing with a spider situation," because I bet it's in there. I bet, I bet it is. I bet it's but, fucking uh, in there. These movies are made at like the exact same time. Also, also. Uh, premiering the same night as uh, La Valanchula was uh, Three-Headed Shark Attack, the sequel to Two-Headed Shark Attack. Two-Headed Shark Attack. Well, I mean, I guess that's a good, that's a really good way to go for the sequel. How do you up the ante, right? More heads. Add more heads. That's what I like <laughs> about these shark movies. It's like, well, we've already had a lot of shark attack movies. What can we do? I don't know. Put them in sand. Put them <laughs> in snow. Uh, add a couple heads to them. Put them in a tornado. People you know, been oh, get- turn them into a ghost. The last, uh, the last few years, people have been like shockingly, like shockingly clever about what to do with their shark movies. True. There's, I, I think, the Asylum and various other low budget companies have put out maybe. I was looking <laughs> at the Killer Shark Attack list, uh, and there's 54 total on Wikipedia, and about 35 <laughs> of them were from the last three years. <laughs> sharks are big right now man well here's the thing is that this first sharknado movie got so popular and straight from there everyone's like that's the one that's making my- everybody sharks sharks everybody just rewrite rewrite your it was even a little before that too because i think mega mega shark was before that and sharktopus was before that yeah yeah mega mega shark yeah i, I guess mega shark would have been in my mind the one that kind of set off the whole thing. mega shark and sharktopus were kind of the think, two big ones i think titanic 2 had some sharks in it as well if i recall correct i don't no, remember no, much. Not, never saw it never don't recall much about titanic 2 but, but I shark, remember sharknado it's like it's horrible but it's like it's one of those brilliant concepts where you're like all right, all right i can get on board with this <laughs> it's definitely not like like it's definitely not good. That's like I just I have to get that out of the way now. But here's the thing: is right. as as far as asylum films go, this is probably the best thing they've ever done. Is this series right here? Absolutely, absolutely. And the first one, like it's the original concept. They didn't need much of a gimmick. It was them going from one side of Los Angeles to the other side of Los Angeles, fighting sharks with chainsaws and fucking samurai swords and uh, guns and. Put, and then my, I think my favorite thing about. The first one is like, okay, how do you dissipate a tornado? You can't. Yeah, like, yeah. In theory, you can't really place. do that. So they're like, oh, we throw bombs in the tornado. It's <laughs> like, no, nah, it's not really God, probably do anything. God, but that would probably, if anything, make it worse. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would do anything. I don't. I don't know the science behind uh, tornadoes, but uh, personally, but you know, I'm not a hundred percent on that science. I mean, I could probably look it up, but I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm just yeah. saying, it's a, you know, it's a. Is there like there's a lot of standout moments from the first one, like him getting eaten by the shark, chainsawing oh. out. Oh yeah, that's that's fucking that's some of the most golden shit I've ever seen in my life. One of my <laughs> one of my favorite things about the first Sharknado is that John Hurd is in it, 
And <laughs> most people know John Hurd as being, like, the mild-mannered dad from Home Alone. So just seeing him go from Home Alone, mild-mannered dad, to alcoholic, sexist piece of shit in a shark tornado, shark it's, tornado. it's the most insane thing. That's that would probably like John Hurd being in that movie is the most fucking insane thing about that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the more the more these go on, the more they're relying on cameos to kind of drive interest in them. Absolutely, um, and that's that's kind of what I like about the first one is that it didn't have that at all. It was just these two people, like Tara Reid and Ian, whatever his name Ian is, Ian Zering, and basically. They got these two actors who were kind of washed washed up. up. They fucking buried them out of the grave, handed them their own fucking blockbuster. Blockbuster. And it kind of worked. Like, it kind of worked. I think the first one, here's the the reason I think the first one is what it is. It's, they they were just trying to make another, uh, like, just shitty, just, they're just trying to make a movie. And like, they didn't have any money. So that's kind of what they did. When you come to Sharknado 2, they're purposely trying to make it bad, I feel. Because that's funny, right? Yeah, well, I have a lot of problems with Sharknado 2, and we'll uh, we'll get to that in a few minutes. But uh, but overall, Sharknado, the first Sharknado, it may be an It wasn't trying movie. to be anything, right? It wasn't trying yeah. to be anything. No, it was just a fucking movie about shark tornadoes that they made, and I would, under- I would guess, like, a week, like... <laughs> yeah, I, there's no way that there's no way it went over a month, and I I doubt they took more than one take, honestly. Yeah, honest, honestly, and like the CG is so bad, like that was like that. The whole CG is a day's work. The entire movie CG is a day's work. Gee, <laughs> man, I I I did watch Three Headed Shark Attack. Uh, they're one of their newest offerings, and it actually has the most impressive CG I've ever seen in a an asylum film. Really bad movie. Got Dan <laughs> Danny Trejo cuts one of the shark's heads off with a machete. Uh, but, you know, the, the CGI is actually not that bad. It's still fucking awful. But Danny, like, Danny Trejo using a machete, when do you think that gimmick's going to be done? I'd imagine not. <laughs> not ever. Still be going in the year 3000. Danny Trejo will never die. <laughs> he's, he's the only immortal man. I had this idea of opening a Mexican restaurant called Trejo's, and lo and behold, Danny Trejo opened his own restaurant. I'm like, God damn it. Danny Trejo <laughs> stole my idea to steal his identity. God damn it. <laughs> Did he call it Trejo's? It's like Trejo's Tacos, I think. Dude, I would eat it. It's, yeah, I've seen that before. It's like on a, it's on like a wharf, right? <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> yeah, like I've seen that before. I've seen pictures of that. Danny Trejo's wharf fucking it might as well be like a taco truck it's more like a stand than a restaurant i don't i don't i don't know the details all i know is i was thinking about opening up a mexican restaurant because i I adore the culture and the food and the beheadings and (laughs) (laughs) i watched uh i watched a movie this week uh all about uh mexican culture called drug lord it was really fucking good have you you ever seen that our boy el chapo hey yeah have you seen that movie uh, no, no. Oh, dude, you gotta see that movie. It's pretty I do, good. I do like. I do like that he escaped prison so many times. Yeah, dude. Because really, like, like it's a, it must be so easy in a Mexican prison, right? You get one of the guards on your payroll, and like, what's he gonna do? Not take a million dollars from you, right? Well, like, help help you dig through a hole, you know? Well, at, at the end of the movie, um, he's arrested. And taken to prison, and I believe since that movie has come out, he's escaped from prison. Yeah, yes, he has escaped. Recently. It, was, <laughs> like, it was actually a few weeks ago. He's he's on the run again, boys. Dog the bounty hunter is going after him. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, and he like he's like <laughs> he's tweeting like like he tweets like he actually has a Twitter account. I don't know if it's him or like somebody in his group, but he was like making fun of Donald Trump and shit. Oh yeah, like oh, his yeah. bodyguard was threatening Donald. It was great. It's great stuff. I love El Chapo. <laughs> Donald Trump. Trump was like, I can't God bless. So, uh, Sharknado, the first movie. I'd say see the first movie. I would say 100% fuck yes. It's a lot of fun. It's stupid. It's got the worst dialogue. It's fucking oh, yeah. garbage. The it's acting exactly is what terrible. You, it's exactly what you would think from a from a sci-fi original movie uh, about 
tornado sharks. Shark Absol- storm. Absolutely. You, you get exactly what you're what you're signing up for. You know what I like a lot in these Sharknado movies is uh, when like they're when reporters are talking about it, they always refer to it as a shark storm. Yeah, yeah, they they don't like the word Sharknado. I think that was in, uh, maybe the second or the third one where one of them, one of the people, like it keeps interrupting him, and he's like Sharknado. It's a yeah, Sharknado, yeah. and they're like the shark storm. That's a that's a good bit. Let's talk about um, the second one now. Best thing about the second one is they killed Will Wheaton off right off the bat. Oh yeah, God bless. So a lot of cameos, him. a lot of cameos in the second one. Yeah, here's here's where here's where my my issue lies with the second one. And you said it before. Yeah, it seems to be trying to be shitty, unlike the first one, which was just a movie, and it just happens to be shitty and fun. But this one, it's I mean, kind of it's don't kind get me of wrong. Nice. I don't I don't really agree with uh, the asylums just churn out a bunch of garbage and hope something sticks business model. I don't really agree with that because that that's in, that to me is insulting real yeah. art. It's like it's like Hayden Christensen's thing too, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just churn out a bunch of shit. Glacier, glacier films. Yeah, or dude, something. I don't fucking know what Hayden Christensen's production company is called. <laughs> Whatever it is, I don't want to be a part of it. Micro budgets. Micro budgets. But um, you think we could get in one of those? Yeah, we could dude. definitely get in an asylum film. There's no doubt in my mind. But I'd like to I get mean, in a, a glacier film. Who who do we call? Right. Fucking... Who, who do we got to call? Because, like, I'd be – if somebody was like, hey, man, I'll give you fucking $20,000 to be the lead in a shark movie, I'm like, I'm in. I'd take it's all, less. I'd probably it's take all, less, dude. Yeah, 15, 10, 5,000. $1,000. Lead in a shark movie. You're, you're trapped in a Sharknado. Um, run, 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 Sharknado. The good thing about Sharknado 2 is that it did, uh, as you were singing just now, it did give us the Sharknado theme song. Which is if you're, if you're if you're listening to this via audio file, then yeah, I already heard it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it gave us the Sharknado theme song, which is a treat. Uh, and then one thing I thought really cool is they kind of had like I don't want to say Bond style, but almost kind of like Bond style intro. Was that? I thought that was the third one. Oh, you're right. That was the third one. Oh yeah, the second one. The intro was just like. You'd see the person's name on a sign, and it would come out, and it would cut to a different shot, and the name would stay there. And it that looked dumb. That was dumb. I didn't like that. But that's the intro. Who gives a shit? Basically, what they did is they amped up the. Uh, it's obvious, like so painfully obvious, that this movie has a much higher budget. Yeah, but one of the things I don't, I don't, I don't care for in this movie is they didn't try to make it any better with that money. No, yeah, that's the The CG looks the same, maybe worse. Maybe worse. <laughs> Maybe worse. So what they did instead was they paid for a bunch of like B to C list celebrities to just kind of show up at random points in the film. Fucking Kurt Angle, WWE's Kurt Angle is in this goddamn movie. Kurt Billy, Angle, gold medalist. Get get damn Billy Ray Cyrus is a doctor. Andy Andy Dick shows Randall. up. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's looking. He's looking not good these days. Um, I was actually watching him on Periscope the other day. He's off the liquor. He's in. He's in a. He's in a sober living community now. <laughs> he's, looking, he's looking a lot healthier. Good for him. I yes. But during the filming of this, he was fucking on drugs or something. Oh, coke, up. coke, coked out of his mind, dude. Fucking okay. Here's the thing: is that I don't really have a problem with random cameos by celebrities, but. Uh-huh. But any any movie that gives a cameo to Perez Hilton is a hundred percent fuck no. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. The, the movie could have been golden. This could have been like if fucking if fucking any other thing like Schindler's List. If Schindler's List had a Perez Hilton cameo in it, if he showed up for a second and said a line, you know, oh please sir, I want some more. Hundred percent fuck no. I wondered why I hated that character so much. Now now I've realized. Because <laughs> ah, Perez Hilton is. Perez Hilton might be the worst fucking human. Um, I'd say he's up there. Yeah, Kelly Osborne, Kelly Ripa, fucking Al Roker. Okay, how does Al Roker take a look at this script and say, yes, I want involved? It's more of, at this point, it's more of a cultural thing that you're part of Sharknado, you know. I guess, I guess. Um, all of the, um, all of the cameos in this one they were they were okay but some of them kind of went by so fast and then at the end credits when they went through all who all cameoed i was like oh fuck how did i even 
I missed there's that a guy. lot in the airplane. In the airplane, there's tons. Yeah, like I didn't notice Will Wheaton was in the movie at first. Um, you know, um, I didn't know that was Will Wheaton. I just thought it was a guy. I was like, oh, that extra just died. And then at the end, I was like, oh shit, that was that was a motherfucking. That was Will yeah, Wheaton. I, I, I noticed him because you mentioned it, and I hate it, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I texted you, Will Wheaton's in this movie. God bless. God bless. Um, but here's here's where I think this movie kind of goes completely wrong, where the first movie totally went right, is that the first movie was an original concept. You didn't really have to fuck around with the idea too much, because it was sharks in a tornado. That's a, know, that should be enough for any living human. Yeah, Enjoy. absolutely. But then with the second film, with the second film, it's a little bit different, because Sharknado came out two years previous. We're, everybody in the world knows about Sharknado at this point, and we're comfortable and familiar with the concept, and what was it? It was... Just, like, the gimmick was Sharknados again, and it's like, we okay, but, like, expand on this, and that's where I feel they went wrong. They didn't expand on it. The first movie was them at one part of L.A. trying to get to another part of L.A. Second movie was them at one part of New York trying to get to another part of New York. Sure, yeah. And that's, I don't know, that's kind of my biggest problem, is that, like, half the movie in the second one was them just, like, going into random New York's, like, shops and stores and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and there was a lot of, like, advertisements right like i feel like in a lot of these there's maybe in all yeah. of these there's yeah it was uh definitely pretty heavy on the uh blatant product placement yeah pretty heavy on the product placement um so yeah i wouldn't worry i, I mean like i wouldn't worry i would say that sharknado 2 is a pretty heavy skipper i don't know it, it just it just didn't seem to it, it didn't have the charm of the first one it just it felt so forced and drab and like, the dialogue was garbage in the first movie, but here you really notice it because you're not having as much fun. Yeah. I, th- I also haven't seen the first one in a while, so it's hard hard to judge. I mean, there's still some there's still some fun stuff, like death-wise, but, you know, it's just it all looks like shit. So at some yeah. point you're like... My, uh, one of my favorite parts is when uh, Businessman goes back to get his briefcase full of money and then <laughs> Statue of Liberty falls on him and squishes him. I liked I liked that. Looked like yeah. shit, Statue of Liberty, but God bless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why was why was the Statue of Liberty so shiny in this movie? Why was it so shiny? Early two thousand CGI, man. They can't stop making it shiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking early two thousand CGI. It works for the background. sharks. It works for the sharks because they are shiny. So. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I mean, CG was still pretty bad, but uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Any, I disagree. I love. I love any time you see like somebody get devoured whole by a shark because <laughs> you can tell because you can tell that they didn't have to like CG like the little bits of the person at all. The yeah. person was just standing there and they just see CG to shark just jumping. See in the uh, in Sharktopus, I watched that recently too. The mm-hmm. CG is this came out in 2010, so it was a, it was a little earlier, uh, and the CG is so bad that when like the shark. Octopus jumps out of the water and grabs somebody and goes back into the water. There's no like splash around the shark. Yeah, see, that's gar- I've never seen Sharktopus. That's one of the ones I opted out of. Um, I don't recommend is it. it. Is it is it watchable? Like, is it even a little bit watchable? It's a Roger Corman film. It's not a. It's not a. It's not an asylum, but it's uh, very bad. It's very bad. It's very bad. Okay, so I would say, I, I would say it's closer to the uh, not watchable spectrum. The movie starts off with same characters from the first Sharknado film. They're on, they're on a, what you call it? They're on a plane, and then the plane gets attacked by Sharknado, and he's got to land the plane. And then they just kind of drop the Sharknado for for a while. There's someone on the wing. Yeah, there's. Some, I thought that exact same thing, and I knew you would think that as well. Uh, <laughs> when, they, when he was like, "There's something on the wing," something. Uh, that's a reference, right? That must have been. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't imagine. Oh, fuck. I just spilled beer all over my keyboard. Oh, fuck. It wouldn't be the first time. wouldn't be the first time. This is the second time on this show I've ruined a keyboard with, with something. That's, that was funny. I was going to say that last episode. 50, 50 episodes ago, I spilled uh, macaroni and cheese on my keyboard, and I ruined it. And it is still ruined to this day, and I'm just I spilled beer on it just now, so I'm just making it worse. 
But um, so yeah, Good stuff. Yeah, and then and then got a bunch of cameos on the airplane. You got Kelly Osborne hanging out on there, fucking uh, gross ass Will Wheaton, other people that I can't really remember. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure it out here. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's pretty not watchable. And then she gets uh, the girl Tara Reid. She gets her hand bitten off. And as soon as that happens, I was like, okay, you can do one of one of two things. Okay. Uh, you can either just leave that, and she's just got no hand now, or you can do the sensible thing, and at some point in the movie, she Apparently creates... Biz Marquis was in this movie. Yeah, Biz Marquis, he was Vinny. Right. He was Vinny in this movie. But uh, back to the hand... I've never heard a Biz Marquis song sober. Um, I don't think I've ever heard a Biz Marquis song not at a thrash party. But... Um... <laughs> You know, a party where a bunch of teenagers just start beating the shit out of each other. You never been to a thrash party? Just like just a friend doesn't really doesn't really work with that. Oh baby, you you got what I need. I think you'd be surprised. I think you'd be surprised at how well that works at a thrash party. Okay, all right. Keep keep going. What you were saying then? Uh, right, so they can either just let that character go, or at some point, and this is what I was like, this has got to fucking happen. She can create an attachment for her hand that creates a weapon. Thank mm. Christ they took the right route and she got a goddamn miter saw attachment <laughs> onto her hand. And then in, and then like the second she reveals it, it's like, oh fucking A. That that is exactly But like she also I had barely, like three you know what, I barely remember that. That's how much I was paying attention to the movie. <laughs> she had like three minutes to assemble that as well. And for something that was assembled in three minutes, it's pretty dang good. And she had to get to the top of the Empire State Building all in that three minutes. True. She was a busy girl. That was one thing that really didn't make sense, is that near the end of the movie, they're sitting at like the like five blocks away from the Empire State Building, and they're like, everything's going to end in eight minutes. And it's like... Then he goes to the top of the Empire State Building, and it's like that's like a fifteen-minute trek from three blocks away to the top of the Empire State Building. Maybe more. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not a short distance, that's for sure. So that was probably one of the problems. It's just kind of it's just kind of them on one end of New York. Likely in that kind of storm, the the elevators wouldn't work either. So yeah, absolutely. I feel like electricity in general, like pizza shops, were still open. Although the pizza shop opening had one of my favorite parts because it reminded me of uh, the movie Deep Blue Sea uh, when he he, uh, he shoved the shark into the oven. I loved that. When yeah, that's the guy at the pizza shop shoved the shark into an oven. That's some good shit right there. Um, of course, once again, dialogue. Uh, feels like it was well, written by a six-year-old. One of, one, of, one of the bigger issues I find is you're, you're trying to make Ian Serena an action star. And he's not that. <laughs> yeah, he's he's Hondo. Hondo not that. He's mediocre at best. But he's a bad actor. Everyone in this is bad. But like I feel like once yeah. when you when you're asked to do an asylum film, like I feel like it's sort of in your contract that you're allowed to go like forty yeah, percent. Maybe less. Tara <laughs> Tara Reed. Reed. I feel like she's going Hondo, but it just feels like forty because she's the worst. She 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 has she have brain damage? I think she might have no acting skill. <laughs> I think that might be what the what the whole problem is. I think Tara Reed, similar to Michael Shannon, has never been to acting school. <laughs> fuck Mike. Okay. Hashtag fuck Michael Shannon. <laughs> Glad you got it in there. Hashtag, hashtag hail hashtag, hail hail to the niece and hashtag fuck Will Wheaton. Hashtag smart shirts. All the all the movie epidemic hashtags all in one one go. But uh, what else? Sharknado 2. Like, I feel like we're running out of things to say about this fucking movie. Uh, it's garbage. Like, this, I would say skip this one. It's not as fun. It's just, it's generally the same fucking movie, but with that Statue of Liberty crushing shit. It's not as fun. It's not as original, for sure. The dialogue's just as garbage, and the acting's just as garbage, but you really feel it here. Not to mention, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe the second movie is the longest of the three uh, at 100 minutes. Now, 100 minutes doesn't sound like a long time, but if you watch <laughs> Sharknado 2, you feel that 100 minutes. Feel every minute. That's, uh, I have been watching a lot of these shark movies. 
uh, this week. And the thing I do like about them, they're all a tight, tight Honda No Twenty. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely they're definitely tight, man. They don't fuck around for very long. Let's talk about um, since we're talking about tight movies, let's talk about a movie that's goddamn eighty minutes. Oh hell yeah! Sharknado Three. Oh hell no! Was a tight eighty minutes. At the very beginning, you got the awesome uh, Bond intro that I really, really liked. Um, shameless, obviously. But uh, it's instead of fucking being like through the scope and James Bond walks out and shoots, it's through a friggin' the jaws of a shark and Ian Zuring comes out and he tosses. Stop making faces. What the fuck are you doing? Stop making faces like that. Trying to do a pod here. I'm not. <laughs> People watching the video, you, you know my pain. Actually, they can't maybe even, not. It's, it's so small. You can't even see the person in the thumbnail when they're down there. It's only you that can see it. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Well, now I sound like an asshole, but I really like the James Bond opening to this movie. Um, now, here's the thing. So half this movie is like a fucking amazing, awesome block. This, this was a summer blockbuster. This deserved to be in theaters. I, I remember sitting there going like, Holy shit, boys! This is because it gets insane. They... Well, this is the Sharknado movie we deserve for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. At first, it feels like they're just gonna sort of give you the same sort of thing, but with the president thrown in. Uh-huh. Um, it's like, oh, now they're in Washington D.C. It's the Sharknado's breaking the Mo- Washington Monument, but no, no, no! This Sharknado disappears and reappears in different locations across uh, the fucking Eastern Seaboard, and so they have to chase it. They have to track it and chase it. Wow. Yeah, it's like Storm Chasers, man, but with sharks in it. Yeah. Remember the movie End of the Storm? Imagine if that had sharks. Well, it might have been watchable. Might have been, might have been something I might enjoy, but uh, basically they're chasing the sharks up and up and down the western seaboard or the eastern seaboard rather. But then there's these segments that come throughout the film. That are just advertisements for Universal Studios, <laughs> and it's like because because half of the action takes place at Universal Studios, and they show you all of the good shit. They show you every goddamn good ride at fucking. They show like what was it, Backburner with or Heath yep, back, Razor or whatever. Back burner. Yeah, back Backburner. Back back backdraft. Back back Backdraft, right. They show you backdraft. They show you the giant roller coaster. They show you... One of my favorite things in the movie is how often they show you the Jaws shark. Like, yeah. there's like 90 people taking pictures with the Jaws shark, and then that comes into play a little bit later in the movie when one of the sharks pretends to be the Jaws shark. So you know what that means, right? You know what that means, right? That the shark knew to pretend to be Jaws, right? They're smart now. I guess so. You know what, uh, speaking speaking of wrestlers being this being in this movie, my boy Chris Jericho makes an appearance as the who, as the ride operator. I don't know who Chris Jericho is, but I'm gonna trust you to believe. You know, you know what we need for Sharknado Four. What we really need, The Rock. Yeah, dude, The Rock would The Rock would be awesome. You could say that about any movie, though. That's in my true. Opinion, the Rock could be in anything. He'd, he'd that's, nail it. That's true. So. Uh, most of the second movie, while it depends heavily on uh, cameos, so does this one. But some of the bigger name actors are actually some of the bigger characters, including uh, everybody's favorite Malcolm in the Middle actor Frankie Muniz, who oh, has gone on Twitter. He's he's gone on Twitter recently, and he was like talking about how much money he has, and it's like, well, if he got so much money, why in Sharknado? Where did he get money from? I don't I don't feel like his. Ah, Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle, dude, that that ran for like nine seasons. It's a garbage program, yeah, but... Like, it's syndicated, right? But I just... I don't know. It's like the same way that... He was the, he's the Macaulay Culkin of our time, dude. Now he's all coked up and fucked. Ah, oh, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So Frankie Muniz is in this movie, and they... It's the same sort of thing with Ian uh, from the last film. They try to make Frankie Muniz an action star, and he's just like this... Short, skinny. When you when you say Ian, do you, do you mean Ian Zering? That may be that may be who I'm referencing. Ian Zering, um, Ion, but Ian Zering, he's he's pretty good in this one actually. Like as far as the action goes, acting wise, 
of course he's garbage. His his dialogue is terrible. His lines they're fucking trash. Yeah, I mean he was running around like an action star. I'll go. Yeah, with that. he was he was running around. He was hitting stuff. One of my favorite things is at the very beginning they give him a golden chainsaw. It's like at a war, the president gives him the gold. You know, you know what this movie could have used more is that at the very beginning, they're at the White House, and you know who's playing one of the fucking one of the funniest people in movies these days was playing one of the um one of the one of the bodyguards, and he didn't uh, have any lines. You know who that was? Yeah, yeah. Who was it? Rick Fox, man. Why didn't why didn't why didn't Rick Fox have fucking more lines, dude? I love me some Rick Fox. Fox is goddamn. He's like hilarious in the same way that Liam Neeson is hilarious in that he can just say things with a straight face. <laughs> mm. But uh, the movie started off with something that I thought was going to be really negative. We got Bill Angfall right off the bat, and I was like, oh my god, take me now. Lord, uh-huh. please kill me. I want to die. Uh, but they kill, they kill him off pretty quickly, which was entertaining. Murder me. Please murder me. <laughs> that's, that's what I like about these Sharknado movies is they get the good people, and it's cool to see the good people, but then they get the really shitty people, and you're like, oh, fuck, and then you get to see those shitty people die. I don't even know who that is. Bill Bill who? Bill Engvall. Oh, do you not know who Bill Engvall is? He had, his own, he, had, he had his own sitcom for a while, and he was uh, he tours with Jeff Foxworthy doing stand-up uh, comedy. He's on the, on the blue blue collar comedy team. Yeah, he's on the yeah, blue I'm collar. Really, I'm not really familiar with those with those guys they're, and their he's body of work. <laughs> Ron White. Ron White is the only talented person in that group of people. Ron Howard. No, Ron Ron White. Oh. But uh, actually, the Larry the Cable Guy guy, um, fucking what's his name, Dan Whitney, talented give, actor. I give that guy props. Yeah, he's he's he 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 <laughs> fucking know, came in character for ten years. <laughs> he came up with a bit, and he's just been like he's been sticking to his guns on that bit. He's been he's been toughing it out, just doing a hey, bit. Hey, bro, you've been in character for ten years. At what wanna, point do you become the meme? I guess that's probably that's part of it, really. I want to see. I want to see Dan the meme. I want to see Dan Whitney in a Woody Allen flick. I want to see what Woody oh, Allen would just do. Playing it straight, man. How good would that be? <laughs> that I'd would blow. Watch. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch that. Like I'm pretty like ever since the whole child rapey thing, I'm pretty anti Woody Allen. But I might watch a Woody Allen movie if Dan Whitney was in it playing a straight. <laughs> I might be all over that. Hell yeah. Uh, now Mark Cuban was in this movie too as oh, president. Powerful Mark He's, Cuban. I can love Mark Cuban, dude. Um. He was great, obviously. Uh, well, I mean, I think, as good as he, I, as he could be. Yeah, you know, I, I really, I really admire Mark Cuban because in that in that Shark Tank intro, you know, the TV show Shark Tank, you know, Shark yeah. Tank. Yeah. I, I like how, like, in the intro of it, they they all have they they're all like signing business contracts, and he's like, he's just like in a bar in his intro. <laughs> it's like, why is he in a bar? <laughs> Mark Cuban, fucking awesome. Uh, because uh, obviously Mark Cuban goes to get wasted after every goddamn taping, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. But uh, this one didn't rely as heavily on cameos, I don't think. There wasn't. Uh, there was. There's still a lot, but it's just like. Yeah, yeah. There still was a lot. Um, some that come to mind. Uh, <laughs> fucking George R. R. Martin. That's probably one of my favorite yeah, cameos. That's, that's outrageous. I can't. I don't even know how that happened. Yeah, because I was watching that and I was like, "There's no. That's just a fat guy with a beard, right?" And I looked it up. I was like. Jesus Christ, that's George R. R. Martin. Another really surprising one is Michelle Michelle Bachman was in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as, as Michelle Bachman, it's like, how did you get that? Like, fucking the asylum, they must have tight connections these days to get fucking Michelle Bachman. Yeah, I don't know. Do you see oh. Penn and Teller looking all coked out? Yeah, yeah. That was another thing. There was a really good scene where Penn and Teller Penn was obviously playing Buzz Aldrin, uh, I believe. And they were just kind of talking because they were in NASA with David Hasselhoff's character. Right. Let's get to that. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm full out going to get – this movie came out last week, and I'm totally okay with giving spoilers because it's not very good. But at the same time, it's fucking oh, awesome. You know what? This, I'll say it. This is the, the, the finest crafted Shark Storm movie of all time. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing about this movie is that everybody knows this about me. I'm a big fan of fish out of water and into space stories. Big fan. Let, throw out some examples. Leprechaun in space. Leprechaun in space. Jason X. Moonraker. Um, Moonraker. Now, this was literally fish out of water into space. <laughs> That's the most preposterous thing I've ever heard, Chadley. 
fucking Hasselhoff and Tara Reid went into goddamn space and were fighting sharks with a giant laser beam from space, and then the sharks were compacted by the laser beam. They jumped up into space. Here's they the thing, jumped. Here's the thing about this too. Woo! They, they didn't even have to waste space on this. They could have. They could have. They could have waited for space to like four or five, right? Because you, normally you throw space in there when when there's a lull in the franchise. Oh, but here's, it out of the way. Oh, but here's the thing. Hopefully, they come back to space. Um, I like. I was. I was losing my mind. I was screaming the entire movie, pretty much. Just <laughs> ah, ah, no fucking way. Just you know, screaming at Penn and Teller. I'm screaming at the space laser beam. Um, I was screaming when the sharks came into space. Um, and. Oh, the ending. I screamed as loud as I possibly could. Basically, uh, this movie had a really good scene where a girl gets eaten by a shark, and while she's in the shark, she gives birth to a baby. That's, yeah, that's, there's a lot of really good shit like that. because She somehow managed to give birth while still wearing shorts. I I enjoyed that. (laughs) Here's the thing about this movie is it kind of went back to the basics, you know, and the fact that they knew that they had to mix it up. They knew that something different had to happen. There needed to be some sort of uh, push comes to shove. Well, that's what I I liked about uh, setting up the storms this time. Like in the second one, they're like, well, it's a it's a it's a low pressure storm, so you gotta throw you gotta throw like cool stuff into it to make it dissipate. This time they're like, "There's no stopping this shit. <laughs> this shit's gonna fuck up everything. We're all dead." Yeah, this was this was an apocalypse movie, and it was so good. So they're like, "Huh? Well, what about space laser? Ala that one Pierce Brosnan one, Pierce Brosnan James Bond." Oh, yeah, uh, fucking, I don't remember. The one with Iron Man in it. I know which one. It's the Korean one. Yeah, it's the one where they fight Kim Jong-un, or Kim Jong-il, or whichever one is older. I don't know. Is that, uh, was that a reference too, do you think? Because it started with the James James Bond intro. I, I couldn't imagine it not be, honestly. Like, there was a, that's another thing about this movie, is that there were so many movie references. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of movie references. And if you're paying attention and you know film, you're going to catch them. And they're really fun. They're really fun. They take you through. Uh, this is by no means a good movie. Is, is there is there, is there dog fights going on in your backyard? Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you dog fights, dude? Dog, why, why, why are you fighting dogs? Dog fighting ring? Is there a dog fighting ring? I don't know. But um, can you can stop calling attention to this shit, Charles? <laughs> no, you're losing the audience, Charlie. I can see uh, their eyes glazing over. <laughs> I, I I don't know this. The third one, obviously, it's not a very good movie, but it's so much fun. Much like the first. Oh uh, hell no! It's yeah. When the guy shouts, "Oh hell no!" I was like, ah. But um. It's just, it's so much fun because they keep changing it. Like, in the second movie, they're like, we have to find a way to kill it. And then they're like, they go up to the Statue of Liberty and they're like, got it. I figured it out. And, like, that was it. Here they kept coming up with ideas and it was like, oh, didn't work. Just go on to the next bit. This movie was incredible. It, it was it was the shark movie we deserved. The CG's a little better. I, slightly. I mean. It's still, still quite, quite poor. Quite poor. But uh, I think they'll I think they'll nail it one of these days. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but like <laughs> some of the CG was really good. Like at that last scene where David Hasselhoff is on the moon, like that that looks pretty fucking good. Now I don't want to I don't want to give the entire ending away. So what I am gonna say is that this movie did something I've never seen in a movie <laughs> before, and it, I was screaming. The movie ended on a cliffhanger, which of course we've seen in other films, Lord sure, of the Rings, Harry Potter. But you, the viewer, via Twitter, have the opportunity to take part in Sharknado history by deciding the fate of one of the characters that it's going to take place at the beginning. I voted. I voted on Twitter. You, they you give vote. you special hashtags that you can use to vote for a certain character to live or die, and it's and it's going to happen at the beginning of Sharknado 4. You're going to find out whether or not 
Twitter was pussies or Twitter w- like held their balls. You voted for death, didn't you? I voted hella for death, dude. <laughs> I, everybody loves a good death scene. Did you vote? I have not voted yet. Would you vote for death, though? Ah, 100% I'd vote for death. <laughs> and I feel like there's enough people in the world who'd vote for death. Enough people in the world that would vote for death. God bless. I wonder, if I wonder if that character is running like a Twitter campaign, being like, save my character so I get paid more. Uh, Tara Reid? I would imagine. Well, hey, you oh, just spoiled sorry. it. How dare you? <laughs> Whoops. My bad. Oh, well. See the movie anyways. It's super fucking... I say, I say 100% fuck yes on Sharknado. Uh, Sharknado 3 is better than the first one. Yes, it is. It's so much fun. And David Hasselhoff murders this film. Hasselhoff is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Like You don't expect that from him because he's all fucked up and shit. Yeah, actually, it, like, it's as good Even as Hasselhoff burgers. can get. Yeah, it's as good as Hasselhoff can get. Let's did, he need a single, did he need a burger in this? I think he did. I think Yeah, I think he did at that diner when he was talking <laughs> to Penn and Teller. No, he had a burger in this. I think he was scarfing one of those big old Hawaiian burgers with fucking banana peppers and garbage on it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So I think that's a good way, good place to end uh, the reviews, but we're going to do our top five shark films. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking shark movies are incredible. Shark movies, it's, it's not a series I've seen a lot of movies in. I actually had a hard time making this list, but every shark movie I've seen, even actually, if it's... I actually have garbage. a question. What's that? Is, is Finding Nemo considered a shark movie? Uh, I almost had it on my list because I do like the the guys. I did want to give it a special mention because of the Australia. I love Australian accents, and I love when the sharks show up and go hello. I, but, <laughs> hello. I do have a backup though, so if, if we're gonna accent. No, I'd say I'd say I'd say shark. Uh, Finding Nemo counts. Finding Nemo counts. I I'm gonna put in my backup. I think you're gonna throw in your backup. It's a more shark shark heavy film. Yeah. Shark heavy film. Do you, want, do you want me to start, or do you want to start? You can go, you can go ahead. I think yeah, I know I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like you always go first, so I'll, I'll go first this week. My number five is a movie we actually already talked a little bit about on this podcast specifically. My number five is Megashark versus Giant Octopus. Okay. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a fun movie. It's exactly what's advertised. Megashark versus Giant Octopus, and it has one of my favorite mo- moments in shark history it's the part where the giant shark leaps out of the water and snags an airplane, and there's the guy oh, who's like, yeah. "Who fuck!" Like that's one of my favorite things. Pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a goddamn. It's a goddamn motion picture. It's Asylum's first go at sharks. It was. It was definitely one of their early efforts. Yeah. <laughs> Another early effort is uh is one of my 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 number five. Uh, I saw this uh, with our good buddy Lauxie. Uh, Lauxie. Very drunk one night. We did a double feature with this and uh, Croc Crocosaurus or something. Oh, uh, Dino Cro- No, it was Dino Croc versus Super Gator. Sorry. <laughs> okay, this is, uh, this is this is two headed shark attack. Two headed shark attack. I've never seen it. I've never starring, seen it. But... Uh, starring Brooke Hogan, uh, Ooh, Hulk God. Hogan's man daughter. Is that the one that that's been in the news this week because she's dating? An, an afro man and Hulk, Hulk, Hulk is not too happy about well, it because the problem is Hulk's not happy that he's not like an athlete or famous he's just have you seen have you seen Brooke Hogan's uh boyfriend no it's, I mean like I, he's he's smaller than me <laughs> is that small Brooke, Brooke Hogan is about six feet tall so it's like <laughs> some great stuff Oh yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty tiny. Taking a look, and she's she's built as fuck. She's like scary built. I mean, she's daughter of the Hulkster, you know. He's wearing the guys in the picture I'm looking at. He's wearing shorts that are definitely meant for a much much larger man. <laughs> for sure, I wouldn't wear Back those. Back in shorts. 1985, brother, when the Hulk <laughs> brother in front of sixty thousand screaming Hulkamaniacs, brother, and he slammed Andre the Giant to the mat in the Silver Dome, brother. And, Brother! And he says the N-word. Sorry, Hulk. N-word. God bless. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> the, Hulk, the Hulk fucked up, dude. Um, you can't say shit like that. <laughs> you can't, no. And then he was like, he was like, well, Barack Obama said the N-word, and it's like different, totally different context. You can't, Barack you can't Obama, say the N-word like 20 times in a row. Barack I, Obama I'm, was like, I'm don't say this say word. I once, honestly. 
Barack Obama said, this is a bad word, don't say it. And then Hulk Hogan was like, I hate all of these blank. That was from a few years ago. It doesn't matter. But Two-Headed Shark Attack, uh, <laughs> it's one of those movies where anything bad that could happen possibly happens, but they never really ex- explain why it's a two-headed shark. It's just like, oh, we're a bunch of hot college students. Let's get naked <laughs> yes. on this island. And uh, this two-headed shark just comes and fucks them all up, you know? I love, like, I love hot, naked, young college students getting murdered. Yeah, because they're always hot as fuck. And did the first do the first people die while banging? That's correct. That's <laughs> yes, correct. yes, I love that trope. That's a classic trope. My number four is a little movie you may not expect to see on my list. It's actually not that great of a movie, but I was just kind of digging for shark movies. Uh, my number four is a little movie with Jack Black and Robert De Niro. This is Shark Tale. Oh, God bless Shark Tale. God bless Shark Tale. This movie is actually not super good, but as a kids movie. And for the year that it came out, it had Will Smith and Angelina Jolie, so they're really pumping all the famous people in that year. One of my favorite things about that movie is uh, Will Smith's fish looks like Will, Will, fish, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, so does so Angelina Jolie's. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that movie, Fifty First Dates, where it's an animated yes, movie, but it might exactly. as well not be because it's just fucking Adam Sandler. <laughs> why Why did you animate that movie? Is it just to make his parents or whatever look weird because they're so small? I, well, I think it's because Adam Sandler plays most of the people in that movie because I'd imagine he could get people to be in it. Yeah, cause... I get that, but like I've seen Eddie Murphy play every character in a movie. Why can't oh, Adam true, true. In fact, I feel like there is a movie uh, Jack and Jill. There's there's movies where Adam Sandler plays multiple <laughs> characters. That being said, Jack and Jill they weren't like hiding it at all. Or if they were, they didn't do a very good job. It's obviously that's, that's just what, I, I caught like half of that on TV one time, and that was the last time I remember re- like really considering killing myself. Like, taking my own life. like I, I joke about it a lot. I joke about I joke about dying a lot, but. I actually considered killing myself after seeing Jack and Jill. Al Pacino's in that movie. He just uh, know, yeah. he yeah. made the choice. He made the choice. He wrote the script. He he read the script. He made the choice. Uh, what's your number four? My number four. I think this movie came out uh, last year during around this time, uh, or a couple years ago maybe, around Sharknado season. Uh, this is called <laughs> Ghost Shark. Ghost Shark. I need to see all these low-ass budget shark Are you movies. familiar with Ghost Shark, Chad? I'm familiar with the concept. So basically, uh, a couple of fishermen kill a shark, and it comes back as a ghost, uh, and it starts terrorizing the town. And the good thing, here's this is one of the best, this is the highest concept shark movie I've ever seen, because uh, the shark can attack from any source of water, right? So say you're opening up your cooler, Opening oh. up your cooler. Oh yes, <laughs> I love where this is going. A shark, shark jumps out, munches on your face. <laughs> you know, a, a kid's a... kids going down a slip and slide. Shark, <laughs> kids going down a slip and slide. A little, it's very you know very innovative. And, oh, that's, and that's one what thing. I like about it. That's one thing. Just while we're on that topic, one thing that I really loved about Sharknado Three was the part where the Sharknado landed on the water slide and then rode it down. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> we for the shark. Um, so yeah, check out. Actually, I would recommend checking out Ghost Shark. That's probably one of their strongest shark movies. Ghost Shark. I'm gonna write that one down. And I, I I downloaded a uh, Raiders of the Lost Shark. Oh, Raiders of the Lost Shark. Let's <laughs> talk about that for a minute. This yeah, is a yeah, low just... budget, low budget Canadian movie came out this year called Raiders of the Lost Shark. One of the best posters I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm here to assure you this is not a good movie. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, but I have it. I have some it. Of the, some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. And they all have thick Canadian accents. And oh. like, like thicker than mine. And I, I, I like to put one on for the show sometimes. But Yeah, you've been you've uh, been laying it heavy today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like uh there's this part where uh the like uh the sheriff is like talking about being a sheriff and the deputy's like, this is Canada. We don't have sheriffs. And then, <laughs> and then there's a part where they're like, call the National Guard. And then the deputy's like, we don't have, this is Canada. We don't have the National Guard. There's like actually a lot of cleverly written jokes in it, but they're just delivered so poorly. <laughs> it's just like, you sent me that trailer and this is a legitimate conversation that you and I had. You sent me that trailer and you said, check this out. I watched the trailer and I responded, 
that's not real. That's not real. That can't be a real movie. Lo and behold, it is a real movie. Well, here's something that uh, you might be interested in. Uh, towards the end of Raiders of the Lost Shark, scientist makes a flying shark. No, 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 would no. You like to, would you like to... Hey, Chadley, would you like to hear a real line of dialogue from Raiders of the Lost Shark? Okay. Scientist is like, Sharks are beautiful creatures, and I made them better. And then the girl's like, no, they kill people. That's not real. That's a real line of dialogue. You're making this no, shit up as you people. go. No, they. No, you're making that. That can't even be real. My number three. 100%. 100%. I was watching this movie intensely. My number three. I had to pick very wisely here between the three films. And I think I made the right choice in picking Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. Yeah, that's also my number three is Sharknado 3. Oh, fuck. Sharknado 3 is incredible, dude. I feel like you and I are going to have the same number one and number two, but they're going to be swapped. That is exactly correct. That is exactly correct. Uh, Sharknado 3, we've talked about it a lot today. It's so much fun. I 100% recommend it. My number two... This is actually, I looked at, I uh, was reading trivia about this, and this movie is actually considered to be the first summer blockbuster ever made. That number is true. Two, my number two is Jaws. Steven Jaws. Spielberg classic. Sorry, starring my boy Richard Dreyfus. Love me some Dreyfus. I'm actually going to see uh, a screening of this on its 40th anniversary. 40th yes. anniversary. I saw that. I'm real jealous. And if. If, if I had a car right now, I would come down and I would see it with you, but I do not. It's, uh, you know, August 7th, so if you're in the Calgary area, I don't know why you would be, but you never know. Uh, some people are locals listening to this show. Come on down to the Globe Theater. We're going to watch a we're gonna watch a 40th anniversary screening of Jaws. That's fucking, it's, that's incredible. It's, it's going to be a good print, too, that's, so you don't want to miss it. That's incredible, and I'm sure... That's, is Jaws your number one? Is Jaws your number one? Jaws is my number one. It's a good-ass number one, man, but uh, there's only there's only one shark movie in my heart. Which I, I, it's Deep Blue Sea, and that oh, is also my dude. number two. Deep Blue Sea is the fucking great... I watched it again this week. Uh, I goddamn love this I can't movie. Get, I can't get over how much of an action star LL Cool J is. Right? First he's the chef, then he's looking for the bird... And then he just straight up murders the rest of the movie. Uh-huh. I also wish that Michael Rappaport would have died earlier, but uh, well, I was God gonna... bless Michael Rappaport. God bless. Uh, the scene, fucking Samuel Jackson's death scene is also a banger. Like it's 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 legendary. Oh, it's There's... it's a five star film. There's no denying that. Oh yeah, I, this is on my. Uh, have you have you seen my Letterboxd account? Uh, no, nope. Go take a look. Go take a look. Go take a look at my favorite films. Go take a look at my favorite films real quick. Oh, yeah. Deep Blue Sea is on there twice. (laughs) You're goddamn right. Deep Blue Sea is on there twice. With with The Grey and Vampire's Kiss, two other other great films. Two other great films. Probably probably both in my top 20 for sure. Maybe even my top two. (laughs) (laughs) They're both they're both super. I actually love The Grey though. Like I like all jokes aside, like, I actually love The Grey and Deep Blue Sea. Oh, The Grey is a fantastic movie. The Vampire's Kiss, there might be some sarcasm in my love for Vampire's Kiss, but it is, I do enjoy watching it. Because I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! Dude, I love Nick Cage. I love me some Nick Cage. Vampire's yes. Kiss is great. If you don't but, like Nick Cage, I, like, I question you as a human being, quite honestly. Fun, fun story about this week. I wanted to rewatch Deep Blue Sea, and then I wanted to watch these Sharknado films. But my uh, my girlfriend has a crippling, like a crippling fear of sharks, and she can't uh-huh. do sharks. So I had to wait till she was out of the house, like at work and shit, to watch the shark movies. And then one night, I I we went to bed, and but I really I watched half of Deep Blue Sea. I turned it off when she got here because I'm considerate as fuck. And then I just waited till she fell asleep, and then I got out of bed and finished Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Maybe one of the most savage things you've ever done. God bless. <laughs> savage as fuck! Oh, man. But uh, 
Is there any trailer trash this week? Not much. Not many new trailers, hey? I mean... Nope. Uh, there is some news to report on uh, the Fantastic Four movie, though, which you think is going to be a good film. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it could be. I don't think it will be. I think it could be. It could also be garbage, depending the, the, on... The movie... Uh, the, the Fox has uh, unveiled that uh, reviews will be un- embargoed until the night of release. So that can only mean good things. Yeah, go fuck yourself. That means that they don't... Whenever they do that, like, they did that with Indiana Jones 4 as well. Like, that's just, that's just a sign to me that they know it's shitty. Yeah. That they want people to go see it on the first night, not knowing whether or not it's any good. Well, if, like, if you want an example, uh, Ant-Man was embargoed until nine days before release. So they actually had confidence that they, that was going to get good reviews. Fantastic Four... Not so much. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Have you seen, um, oh, fuck, what's the name? I saw a trailer, a new trailer this week for a movie called uh, American American Ultra. Have you seen the trailers for this? I haven't seen the trailers yet, but uh, it looks like drive the movie. It looks like the most ridiculous thing ever. So basically the idea is at, like there's certain people who are trained to um, like be CIA killers like CIA spies and killers, and then they wipe their memory and let them just go off in the world and then activate them when they need to. And Jesse Eisenberg, who's a long-haired hippie stoner guy, is working at a convenience store when all of a sudden he taps into his memories and without... without I actually did see a trailer for this a while ago. Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg... Written by my boy Max Landis. Love the dude. Max Landis, uh, writer of other things such as... Uh, Chronicle and the Death and Return of Superman. Uh, he's well, he's a comedian, so that's that's where I know him from. I'm just looking at his IMDb page. I don't know who he is, but it should be. I feel like that that could be funny, but it could also be a horrendous mess. We'll see. I like Max Landis. I'll probably see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, some people don't, but I do. I like Jesse Eisenberg. I think he's good. I think um, he's a, a robotic fuckboy, but I, I mean, I'm, ne- I'm never <laughs> mad when he's in a movie. That's um, this American Ultra movie also has Topher Grace, who I'm oh, sure... God bless. Yeah, he, remember when he was in Interstellar for a second? <laughs> was he? I don't even recall that. Remember he was the guy who yelled who yelled at Dallas Bryce Howard because or her brother because he was an alcoholic or something? Oh, yeah. While Dallas Bryce Howard was in the house. Grace putting together the most fucking ridiculous puzzle of all time and solving it with no real explanation. It's not a great film, but uh, it's not a terrible film either. What, Interstellar? Interstellar. I think it's pretty good. I mean, I wouldn't fucks with it again. I I I don't think I'll ever watch Interstellar again. I had a decent ish well, time while watching well, it. I think that's the main problem is it's long as hell. It's longer than it needs to be. Like there's like seven favorite, acts. I'm a favorite of Chris Nolan. I'm a favorite of Chris Nolan. Interstellar has has like seven acts and it's like mm, it might be too much. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> something something else. So that's all the time I'm a big, that we I'm have. A big Inception and, and Memento fan though. I, yeah, I love I love both those movies as well. And I and I love The Dark Knight. The Dark first Knight. two. The first two, not the not the third one, but um, uh, yeah, that's all the time that we have. I think we filled pretty much an hour here. Next week, uh, we're gonna go back to our regular rotation, get back to those monkey movies because I know I know you must have been sad not watching a monkey movie this week. Oh, I watched it anyway. You watched it. You watched it anyways. This week we're gonna it watch anyway. it, Escape the Planet of the Apes, as well as two other films. One called Ex Machina, starring Oscar Isaac. Oh, Oscar Isaac and Domino Gleason. God oh, damn. Love me some Domino. Uh, I've it's it might be one of the first movies uh, of 2015 that I I watch for a second time because it's it's that good, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen Jurassic World twice. I would never watch that movie again in my life. <laughs> I like it. I saw it twice. Once was, once was, in my opinion, almost too much. <laughs> Uh, we're also going to be watching a little movie with Jonah Hill and James Franco, and though that sounds like a comedy cast, it's a drama, and it's going to be called True Story. I'm not sure how I feel about that one, but I guess it's actually a true story, and they just couldn't come up with a title, I guess. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy the, enjoy, enjoy that. Yeah, so that's. Should... I saw it. I didn't, didn't, didn't hate it. 
but didn't, uh, you know, didn't, we'll, didn't we'll also, talk about also it. Also didn't care for it, but uh, we'll talk about that on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow me on the Twitter. It's Chadley the Movie. I'm at Colby E Man E M A N N. Two N's. E-M-A-N-N-A-N-N. We both make quality tweets. I was I was complaining about how bad TBS is today, so check that out on Twitter. Oh God bless! I did I did some jokes about killing myself. So go check those out. <laughs> Best jokes. Fuck Tim Burton. 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 Fuck We're all gonna die in a Sharknado, Sharknado, Sharknado.